It's a big one today. It's a big episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. Thanks for being here, everybody. Here's what we got on tap. Here's what we got on store for you. Sure, we're going to take our, our little look at the news, take our little twisted look at the news arena and what people are talking about. Yes! We're going to give you a glimpse into the future. That's because that's what it, 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 that's how it always works out. Gimlet, you know that. We're talking about stuff. We're putting things on people's radar, and then like a month from now, people will go, oh my goodness, they were talking about that on the Loftus Party podcast like a month ago. Holy smoke. So we it's got like we're psychic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but we're paying attention. People are busy. People are busy. They have wives. And we're doing this thing where, you know, you're writing stuff. Uh, you're for the web. I'm doing the website stuff. Blah, blah, blah. We do the podcast. We do the videos. So this is we're paying attention. We're paying attention so that other people don't have to. So, but but it always is surprising to me, and I'm always, I don't know. There's a there's a perverse not delight, but it's like we told you, we told you. If you were listening, you'd know. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna talk about a, a bunch of that stuff and have some fun, and then we have got a uh, ginormous. We just recorded the segment, uh, "What's on the Web with Paul," and that one usually a ten minute segment. That one got away from me. That one got away from me. That went for the full 20. That went for the full 20. So make sure. because And we didn't even get. We didn't even get to so much stuff. The website's just getting better and better, Gimlet. It's just getting better and better. Many, many moons ago, I had a vision of what I wanted. And it's coming to fruition. And it's so exciting. I could talk about it right now, but I'm not going to. We're going to talk about some news and stuff. So we're here's how it's going to go. Uh, we're going to talk about news and stuff and some things that I'm doing over at the Greg Gutfeld show and some appearances I did on Newsmax and Black Lives Matter and Derek Chauvin and the trial and blah, 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 all that stuff. We'll do a couple of uh, of those segments as we normally do. A big old fat fatty bombatty what's on the web with Paul. And then, of course, you guys are all going to swing over and join us on Patreon. And I'm going to say this at the top of the show right now. Patreon people, you're coming through big time. And I appreciate you. And uh, it's more important now than ever. Not to sound like a like a Jerry Lewis telethon, but <laughs> they're, uh, I don't believe in internet accidents. I don't believe in internet accidents. No. I, do, I do believe in algorithms. And... Mm-hmm. So the YouTube subscriptions are up. We always go up. And then they, they're playing little games. They're playing little games. And uh, Facebook, too, going up, going up. But it's crazy. Like, uh, the, the views are down. The shares are down. There's more people. There's more people. But, oh, these numbers are going down. So I did a little thing uh, on YouTube the other day where, and I, I don't even want to say it. I don't want to say it out loud because that's how paranoid I've become. That's how paranoid I've become. (laughs) Let's just say this. I tested out my theory. I tested out my theory and kind of broke out of the algorithm. Just like, oh, I'm going to try this little thing, this little unexpected move, this out of the ordinary move. And lo and behold, uh, oh, Mikey was correct. So that changes my strategy. That changes my strategy. So uh, we got exciting stuff planned for the future. We can beat them. We can beat them. We can beat them. We can beat them. 
with with unplanned spon- spontaneity, also going with the planned stuff and all this other. But we've got a winning strategy, and we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Okay, I, we would be remiss. We would lose our. We would lose our podcast license if we didn't talk about uh, the uh, what's going on with the Black Lives Matter with uh, with the Derek Chauvin. Uh, that, all mm-hmm. that uh, business, and also the uh, Columbus police officer, and the—I'll describe it as the—the the left's increasingly desperate attempts to to find racism, so that they can try to prove their point. So they can try to prove their point. Okay. So where shall we start? I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, and I, I don't know if we were saying this last week at all, but you're a fool if you don't think that there's going to be uh, a new trial for for old Derek Chauvin. That's uh, oh, with that, uh, there's so many grounds for appeal in that it's pathetic. <laughs> starting with the twenty seven million dollar settlement they paid off before jury selection. Yeah. Hey, have you thought about that? Uh, thought, like thought about what? Like twenty seven million dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Like, do you have a family member that you would that you would give up for twenty seven million? I mean, so let's I listen. <laughs> it's a I'm, distant relative, but I do. Right. I'm, I'm going down the list of like cousins and second cousins, and I'd be like, <laughs> you know what, twenty seven. I bet mean, I can do that. And and well, listen. The, George Floyd, that how happy is that family? And I'll just I'll just say it. There, dude, the guy was no angel. So he's he's a drug addict, and drug addicts are so hard hard to hang around. If you've ever hung around a drug addict, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And when they get locked up. Or they go away, or they're they're taking some crazy bus ride to Texas, da, 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 and they're gone. You're so relieved. You're so relieved. So, <laughs> I don't want to get myself in too much trouble. But yeah, twenty seven million. Yeah, I could I could well, go I to mean, some family reunions. They they um they proved you don't have to like be close to the person. Like he hadn't seen his family in years. Hmm. Oh, I'd be squirting out the tears. I'd be squirting out the tears. <laughs> there should be a there should be a, a a form letter, just a form letter that these uh, Al Sharptons of the world just print out and just hand it to the family. I just want. All right, here you gotta you gotta cry a little bit. I just want my baby back. I just want to see my son come walking through that door one more time. Cha-ching. It's, well, the only the only one of his children you ever saw was the young six year old there. Um, his son never even commented on anything. His son never made a public statement. Kids like in his twenties. Yeah, it's listen. It's just to be clear, and you got to say the thing, but I do mean it. I do mean it. the The horrifying thing about that whole event to me was mm-hmm. just the cavalier nature that when 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 the cop has his knee on the top of the neck the the base of the neck the shoulder wherever he has it 
and 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 the dude isn't moving anymore. And I've seen there's another video, and I think the guy's name is Terry something. He's a white guy. And the same thing mm-hmm. happens to him. Big drug problem, resisting arrest, the whole nine. Cops, they use this thing, they get on him, and he's pleading for his life, and it's it's horrifying. It's horrifying. Mm-hmm. And the cops are just kind of cavalier about it. And that's the worst. That's the worst part. That's the worst part. Now, I don't want to, I don't want to relitigate the whole thing, you guys, because we've, we've all want, been there. I don't want to relitigate it. It was overcharged. They over, over convicted because they were scared. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could have seen my way to un- unintentional. Because I don't yes. think it was intentional. If you watch the first 16 minutes of that video. Yes. None of those police officers treated him badly. That They're is... trying to, con- like, and, and, and you know how all of this could have been avoided? Uh, free drugs. No, how? No, they knew they were being filmed. What they should have done was just taking the hit for shoving his ass in the car and driving away. Yes. Like all five of them just push that big old boy into the back seat of the car and then you can take him. Right? Yes. yes. By letting him decide not to get in the car, that was a problem. But they knew they were being filmed, so if they wrestled him into the car, they were afraid of that video going out. And then the look on uh the the cop's face on the, on Derek Chauvin's uh face when he's looking right at the camera. And you just see, like, it's, like, weird. Just film away. Go ahead and keep filming. So there's a lot of regrettable stuff. But I just, I don't want to. If you listen to the testimony, too, part of what he was looking at is the crowd was getting increasingly agitated. And part of the reason that the thing went on so long is because it wasn't safe for EMS to come in. Yeah. Because of the crowd. So he's looking uh, around at the crowd and if you've got a an angry crowd, you're going to be looking as tough as you can look. <laughs> you know, you don't. He wasn't I, looking tough. It, it, he looked he looked cavalier about it. But let's now we're getting to the real. You were right. They should have yeah. thrown his ass into the back of the car and driven away. I'm a proponent of that move in the future. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable, and and I don't want to like. There's so many mistakes and horrible things and blah, 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 blah. And as you think about it, listen, I don't want to live in a world without cops. I really don't. No, we need them way more. And and this has been said to death. So there's nothing, there's no real big uh, comedy here, but like, listen, the, the rich people are going to afford private security in mm-hmm. my, where, where I live in, in Los Angeles. It's, it's like night and day you cross one street. Now all of a sudden you're up into the money. And they have people, armed security, driving around, mm-hmm. patrolling the neighborhood. They all pay for it. Then you go a block the other way, and you're like, ooh, ooh better watch out. You better watch out. Anything could happen. And so you, mm-hmm. so it'll be those communities that are affected uh, the worst. And that's just like the whole – it's just boggling. It, it's mind-boggling to me. That's not hard to figure out. That's not hard to figure out. And nope, yet, sure isn't. And then they keep pressing for it, and they keep going – for just like the straight up propaganda clip, the straight up, and they they really went too far with the whole Columbus shooting. That was just as far as I'm concerned, that police officer deserves a medal. I was on Newsmax talking about that. <laughs> I was on the Grant Stinchfield show. Hero cop. 
hero cop saves a life. It just is nobody glad the little girl in the in the pink jogging suit is still alive. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. There's that's who I'd like to interview to all the people who are like uh, who are looking off their Al Sharpton script, going, "I just want my baby girl home. I just want your her baby to girl wasn't at door. your home." I mean, the mother in that one. Oh. <sighs> but I mean, you saw that full video with the man kicking the other girl in the head. Cop gets out of the car. There's all this freaking chaos. And nobody else got hurt. That's freaking amazing. Yeah. And it's funny that they called the cops. They called the cops. So don't call yes. them. Don't call them. If listen. If there are roving bands, I got to find that video. I got to find, I did that video years ago about how what not video? to get arrested, about how not to get oh. arrested by the cops. And it's like, I if, seriously, that one. if you really believe that there's roving bands of cops who are just like, that's why they, that's why they did it to George Floyd. There's a racist cop just looking for a black guy to kill. That's what happened to Columbus racist cop rolling around just waiting for a party to go off just waiting they can't wait if you really believe it's that bad then you need to get organized and and buy your own security that's what you need to do i wouldn't leave the house i would not leave the house and i'd be i'd be getting black lives matter on the phone going listen you've convinced me you have convinced me Every cop is racist. Every cop wants to kill me the instant I set foot out of the door. I know you guys got some money. Could you please send someone to patrol my neighborhood? Could you please send someone to keep me safe? Could you please have security by the grocery store? Could you please? And Black Lives Matter, how come they're not they're not offering that up? Because they don't want to solve the problem. It's so uh transparent and it's so just cynical yeah and like it's like ben shapiro says this a lot you show me hey listen if you can show me some real racism i'll march with you i'll fight Mm -hmm. to get laws changed i will i will do everything in my power to end that so if you want to point to like legit racist stuff let's go let's solve it and the thing that and i said this a million years ago too when i was talking about colin kaepernick taking a knee Like, how hard is it? How hard would it be to have a body camera that you cannot shut off? That you, listen, it it just, it just rolls. Now, for the cops, you will need, (coughs) you will need to be able to turn it off uh, for when you're on break and, and when you're going to the bathroom and stuff like that. So you would have to have... But when the cop does that, if anything, if anything should happen, when the cop has that thing off, then that's automatic scrutiny. Then you have to have an automatic internal investigation because that's what always happens. Oh, my body camera malfunctioned. Oh, my body camera was off. You got the you got the dashboard cameras. You got the the officers cameras that they should not have the power to just switch on and off as many times as they want. You get a couple times a day. There's ways to like the technology's there. How hard is it? And I know the police union's going to fight back, but they're going to have to be reasonable on, on on some of this stuff. But that thing is just rolling, 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 uh, and and uh, and just except for a few uh, circumstances. 
You can I fix, this, you can fix body, this whole thing tomorrow. I actually think the body cameras, and I think police have come to this conclusion to some extent, they actually help. Yes. Because they show that the vast majority of thing, these things, there's context, and that context matters. Yeah. Uh, man, I'm sure that I'm sure that cop in Columbus was uh, super was happy, super happy, super happy hero but, cop in Columbus. And they could not have released the film any faster. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that film was out like and then the additional film came out the next day because it was from a, a bystander. And that one was even worse. Yeah. And yeah. it still didn't stop anything. You still have Black Lives Matter protesters in Columbus saying an eye for an eye. You kill us, we kill you. Yeah. Yeah. And this is we this is where we got to regroup. This is where we got to regroup and rethink. Finish your finish your thought and I'm going to chime in. My thought is, you know what? You guys, you're right. We're out. Come work in my suburban police department. Come Come work, you know, in communities that like and respect you and, and want you there. If like, that, that, that's I'm exactly what point, I was thinking. Give them too. what they want. Give yes. them what they want. Yes. And this is and this goes to uh, oddly enough, the, the COVID relief thing, because that's what if you're a cop, we'll start with cops, and then we're gonna move on to COVID relief. You'll see how they tie together. But it's 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 what the gimlet's saying. Give them what they want. If you're a cop now. If you're a cop now and and you hear about like an active shooter or an active, I, I tell you what, I'm going to I'm going to uh, get that call. They're like uh, unit 42, get to uh, the corner of blah, 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 blah. There's an active shooter over there. I'm going to be like Roger on it. And then I'm going to be like, oh, darn, this car won't start. Something's wrong with this car. Oh, darn it. It's going to I should open up the hood and check this out. I got a delay. I got a delay over here. I'll get there. Right. That would be my whole plan. My, my whole plan would be like, I will arrive in time to uh, to interview the survivors and yep. get a and get a description of the sun's suspect. But I'm not gonna if you the minute I hear that word active, I'm gonna be like, oh darn it! I'm I, I you know what? I must have had some bad chicken for lunch. I am I'm trapped on the toilet. I'll be there just as soon as I can. <laughs> I would have. But I mean, that, it's going to get that's horrible. What, that's what they're even, Vox, okay? Juice Vox. Do you realize, you realize, of course, I didn't even finish my point. I did this big oh, tease. No. I big this, did this big tease about uh, COVID relief. I'm going to tie it all together here. It's going to be amazing. So that's what you want to have happen because you want, okay, you've, you've made this decision. Now you get to wallow and you get to see the, the harsh realities of your choices. That is what I was hoping was going to happen for California. For California and New York, you've wasted all the taxpayers' money. You've moved funds around. You're, you've got horrible policies. Now the people in California are going to have to come face-to-face -face with those horrible decisions uh, that they, the legislatures and the governors have made. Now this COVID relief thing comes in. And the Democrats are no dummies. They're no dummies. So they shored up California. They, show, they shored up New York. All these failing Democrat states... It's going to get so much worse. However, it's going to take a long time because they just got a huge influx of cash. 
So now they can keep pretending like, oh, it's going all right. It's going right. Hey, things are like this. Hey, look at that. Are our tax. And so if you were thinking about getting out of one of those states, get out because I don't think it's going to turn around anytime soon. So that's my that's my police COVID relief tie in. OK, you were saying. Oh, I was just saying box notes what happens when i mean what you were saying about i would just sit in my car or yeah. i had something bad for lunch that happens it has been happening in cities ever since the initial blm protests in 2014 they actually did a study yeah and while that reduced police shootings by about 300 somewhere between 1000 and 6000 more people died and given last year i'm thinking more like 6000 Oh, violent crime, murders, it's all just going up and up and up and up and up. And if you're a cop, you guys, you really, and it's easy to say, put yourself in their shoes, but but literally, every tra- every traffic stop, every inter- every interaction with the public, this could be it. This could be it. You could just be sitting in your car, like those two sheriff's deputies in LA, sitting in their car by the, by the train station. Guy just comes up on them, bang, 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 bang. Is, is this... Is getting involved worth your life or do you go, darn it, my shoe's untied. I'm going to get there just as soon as I can. And then you get home, you get to go home and see your kids. Hell no, it's not worth your life. It's completely not worth your life. Get a gun. Get a gun. I used to think uh, Kurt Schlichter was kind of off his nut. I'm like, that guy's really off his nut, and he's just being bombastic to get the clicks, because all he ever says is, buy a gun and learn how to use it. Guess what, you guys? Uh, buy a gun and learn how to use it. We're going to take a break. (laughs) We're going to take a break. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Put on your put on your ear earbuds. Put them on, or crank up the sound. I want you to listen to something. Here's something you're gonna listen to. Here you go. You ready, Roy? You know what that was? That was me taking a little sip of a Diet Pepsi. A Diet Pepsi, bitches. Weird. Weird. I have made the turn. 
I am going to keep calling for a uh, big boy cot. I don't know. I don't know if we can crank it up a notch. Maybe we can in July. In July. I'd love to do that. In the month that we celebrate our country's independence, I would like to show these big giant corporations that they are dependent on us. I keep seeing ads for Diet Coke all over on Twitter. They, I think they realize they messed up. But we're going to keep hammering them. We're going to keep hammering them. Okay. Uh, some more political stuff. Some more political stuff. This is good news. This is good news right here, you guys. Uh, Stephen Miller from the uh, Trump administration, very outspoken. outspoken. Uh, he's a very smart individual. Uh, and he's just a shack. The guy's just a shack. He has started uh, something called the uh, America First Legal. America First Legal. And it's to be a balance to uh, the ACLU. And it's he's his whole thing is like uh, America. We've been we've been getting our butts kicked. The Democrats are very good at lawfare. And they have been yes, kicking our are. butts with lawfare. And I remember doing a video about this, too, a long time ago, how the conservatives need lawyers. We, we have been. And so I'm excited that, that Stephen Miller is doing this. He's going to start a, a legal group that they're just going to go at it. And that, my friends, is fantastic. So we're going to try to figure out a way to support him. Uh, and what he's doing, and and keep them on it. You want to fight us in the courts? Okay, we're going to fight in the courts. Here we go. We've been getting our asses handed to us. So good for Stephen Miller. I think that's great. All right, so let's talk a little bit uh, about the propaganda of it all. You made the mistake, Gimlet, uh, during the break of talking about CBS. And as you know, as you know, my Sunday my Sunday mornings go like this. I get up. Uh, I get some coffee. I sit down. I watch the CBS Sunday mornings. I watch the. It's relaxing. It used to be really relaxing. And if you're just a casual observer, oh, it's super relaxing. But then you start looking at politics, and you're like, okay, is this going to be proper? It is. And I've said this before. It used to be really well crafted propaganda. It's getting more and more blatant, more and more uh, blatant now. And they did. Uh, just story after story after story today, just about how it's like, just it's a racism is a thing. It is just a thing. It's not a, is there racism? It's like, how do you deal with half the country that is just insanely racist? And it has the, 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 the ship has sailed. The horses are out of the barn, and it's just – it's now – it's no longer a theory. I guess this is what I'm saying. I'm being taking a long way to say it. But it's like it's just reality now. It's it's the, it's the craziest thing to me. It's the craziest thing just to accept it yeah. as – the re- go ahead. And for people our age, it's like super weird because it's completely upending what we thought the goal was. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The goal was, like, we're all people. We all bleed red, bleed red, and you're no different than me, and it's all about what you do and who you are, not how you look. Yeah. So the the um, the, the, the paradigm has, has definitely shifted now. It has definitely shifted. We're, we're into the full-on – it's 
beyond demonization. It's it's the sky is blue, water's wet, and half the country wants you to die a horrible death because you have the wrong colored skin. And it's here was a heartbreaker. I was going to save this for the Patreon segment, but it was just so eh, heartbreaker's the wrong word. Here's what happened. I was watching uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, hoping against hope that it would be pretty good, that somehow they could, you know, do something wonderful there. And there was moments where it was kind of okay, but, like, listen, Marvel still hasn't hit the home run with their their shows on Disney. Like, WandaVision was, <clears throat> you don't need to see that. And then Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and spoiler, 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 and really don't waste your time watching it. A lot of like early racist stuff in there. Falcon is there. He's got this fishing boat with his sister and they try to get a bank and the bank is just like the, the it's like a. <laughs> Remember the, the cop on Sanford and son who was just that white buffoon cop and they would always make fun of him. The banker was like that. <laughs> he was like that. Just this incredibly horribly written just cartoon character of the racist white banker who just wants to use the black man. And that was horrible and embarrassing and wrong. But I, I, I looked past it because I like the special effects and I like the Falcon's wings and flying around and Bucky doing stuff. And you got this incredible opportunity to do this really cool redemption story. They kind of touch on it, but don't forget, you guys, Bucky was all messed up. He was the winter soldier. He was just jacked up. He he was the victim of mind control and the good people of Wakanda turned it around. It was mm-hmm. he he was saved. He was saved by the black community. They could have done that story. They could have really focused on that, but no. That was just a little side note uh where the where the real story is the the horrible uh, racist nature of white people versus and then you meet uh you find out that the government had duplicated the Captain America super soldier serum like they they they're able to do it and this black guy in Vietnam and he and his uh people in his black platoon they were all given this the serum and they all most of them went crazy and died but he survived and for some reason the serum worked and he went on a mission to save people, and then the government turned their back on him, and they locked him in jail, and they did experiments, and it was just like the it was just horrifying, just absolutely horrifying. And then a couple episodes, he tells he because Falcon doesn't, you know, the, Captain America gave the shield to, to. I'm giving you the whole sh- the whole show here, but it's all building this one this one moment. So Captain America, when he in the last movie, he gives a sh- his shield to uh, the Falcon. So the Falcon is like, I don't want to be Captain America. And then this uh, this older black dude who was in Vietnam, but he's a super soldier too. He tells the Falcon, they'll never, they'll never have a black man be Captain America. And it like, it breaks his heart and he's crying and crap and he's so angry. And you're like, what am I watching? Are we going to catch the bad guys? Are we even interested in the bad guys? <laughs> and then... The new white Captain America is a homicidal maniac. He's literally chopping people's heads off with the shield. <laughs> it's so the the big finale, the big finale. And like I couldn't I could not care less about the air quote bad guys in this. This terrorist cell. 
So we're all supposed to be uh, yay, hooray. So the, the Falcon now has a red, white, and blue Falcon outfit. He's picked up the shield. He's going to be Captain America. Even though America will never accept him as a black. So they beat the bad guys. All the cameras are on them. They're in the, the city street in Manhattan. And, 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 and Falcon, the new Captain America, uh, is telling these senators who he's just rescued that they have, they've made the wrong decision. They, they made the wrong decision. He's like, I, you call them terrorists. You call them activists. But do you ever ask why? Why they're doing what they're doing? And I'm like, okay, that's a good, that's a good note. I'll, let's think about that. Let's, let's embrace that note. Like when you talk about when uh, a bunch of uh, people stormed the Capitol. Do you ever ask why? Okay, but all that aside. So this is a line of dialogue that the, the Falcon literally says in the show. He goes, I know people hate me and they hate me for wearing this this uniform millions of people hate me right now i can feel it and he had to deliver that line with a straight face and it was full of all the drama millions of people hate him that's from marvel comics so in their reality a character that we all love, the the Falcon, who who is just a, a a great guy and and awesome and and fights for all of us. They want us to believe that the minute he puts on a red, white, and blue uniform with the wings, and now he's holding the shield, millions of people hate him. He can feel it. I was completely blown away by that. Like you lost me. You lost me. And that is how they're going to proceed. They, they, that is some of the wokest, craziest, insane. And I, I sincerely, I can see how they think it helps because you got to talk about the problem. But like, for real, someone's going to have to walk me through these numbers. Like they, the only way you can, the only way you can write that piece of dialogue and believe it as a writer is if you truly believe millions of people this whole hoax has gone way too far the whole trump russia collusion the whole america first is a dog whistle for racism everybody who everybody who voted for trump is a racist it is it's the worst thing that they could possibly be doing i i i can't i can't i can't even i can't even where are the studies Oh, I don't think there are any. See, like how <laughs> the only way you can prove it, the only way you can even come close to proving it is go, well, uh, 75 million people voted for Trump. Ergo, there's 75 million racists. That's the only way that that's the only way that logic works is if you are taking the entire everyone who voted for Trump and just and oh, water's wet. The sky's blue. And if you voted for Trump, you're a racist and you want black people dead and, and Latinos. It's it's. It's horrible, and it's infuriating, and I hate it. You were about to say something. Number one, if Donald Trump was racist, he was the worst racist in the whole world. We had across-the-board low unemployment. We had across-the-board investment in those communities. He had a $500 billion plan. He was the only one that brought people in who wanted to talk about pandemic recovery in some of those communities, and he committed to a $500 billion investment. Um, yeah. Oh, he also, he also, also, um, 
signed criminal justice reform, handed out pardons to a bunch of people that had turned around or were harshly sentenced the first time. So I just love these fact-free narratives about how a person thinks when their behavior. I'm just one of those people. I, I judge how people behave. I, Do you know I what need, I mean? I need a different platform because all of this needs to be said. Like what you just said. And it it bear it it bears repeating on a daily basis about the Trump and the opportunity zones and the five hundred billion dollar investment and how you know small businesses, especially in the black community, were thriving. At one point, they were up four hundred percent. I think it was in the second or third year of the of the Trump administration. Yep, and they have convinced many many Americans. That that uh, that's racist. He wants you dead, and so Joe Biden's not going to give you five hundred billion dollars, but he's going to put he's going to put a black chick on the twenty dollar bill. Woo-hoo! Joe Biden wouldn't even meet. I think it was was it Ice T the rapper. Yeah, it's like you all want to talk what you want to do for these communities. You need to talk to some people that know these communities. He offered to meet with both campaigns with a group of activists. The Biden Harris administration wouldn't even meet with him. It is, uh, it's, it's the most despicable thing. Hey, uh, which brings me to Candace Owens. Are you, are you watching that show? Do you, are you a Candace Owens watcher, viewer on the Daily Wire? How's she doing? How was that show? Um, I, it's, it's a panel show. Um, it, it's kind of like at the beginning, it's kind of like the panel that like Bill Maher has, but from a conservative perspective. Yeah. Um, and then she usually has a guest and then she does answer some audience questions. I mean, I think she's doing a pretty good job. Well, that's cool. I, w- I wish her the best. We got to yeah. we got to su- we got to support that. We got to support that. It's um, like we were saying last week. Oh, go ahead. But if you haven't seen this clip, you need to go out and find it. Do you know who Officer Brandon Tatum is? Oh, I know Brandon. We did a couple shows together. We did okay. a couple shows together. So, He's a good dude. Yeah, he did a couple shows so, when I was involved with that horrible train wreck called the Deplorable Tour. So, I'm sorry. Oh, one day. We'll do a whole show about that someday. The BBC, right? Yeah. Decides to have Officer Tatum on to comment on the Chauvin verdict. Oh, I like this. I like where this so, is going. <laughs> So they get through the thing and he's just like, I don't like mob justice. That man did not get a fair trial. You know, the details of the case, I think it was over. The verdict was overcharged. Da, 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 da. And the BBC guy just doesn't know what to do. Right. That's and great. then he's like, well, well, you know, more black people are shot by police. Brandon goes, no, they're not <laughs> <laughs> right down through the statistics. And then he's like, and we do not have a problem with systemic racism. Do you know how many black and brown people police these cities? He's like, Joe Biden, he said this on TV and I died laughing. He said, Joe Biden's an idiot. And the only reason he keeps pushing this is because he has really bad ideas. If he came up with a good idea every once in a while, he wouldn't have to do this. (laughs) You just hit on something there. First of all, good for Brandon. Good for Brandon, but we're gonna we're gonna dip into some Joe Biden here. Some things that that need to be said and you need to be reminded of. Brandon's a good dude. So we had a couple BBC shows. The guy was just like, "What?" Oh, that's worth that's worth its weight in gold. I always love that. I, I I gotta I gotta look up that clip and watch that. I also 
I never get tired of watching the one where <laughs> Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson is on with that woman, and he's not. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. <laughs> I love that's, that. <laughs> that's the best one at all. And he's like bored. He's like she's boring him. That's not what I said. That's not even close to what I said. And then, and, and then the great flip that he had is like uh, speech. Speech that's offensive. What? Aren't you worried about offending me? What? You just offended me. I'm offended by what you just. It's just fucking. It's great. So Brandon. Brandon Tatum, I gotta watch that. He's great. Uh, he's he's a wonderful dude. I, I thoroughly enjoyed his company. He and I destroyed some pizza. It was <laughs> I took everybody out. We had we had stopped in Columbus, Ohio, my hometown, and Brandon was on the show uh that night. And I took I took Brandon and and Brian Hayner and the deplorable choir, and we all we all went out to this pizza joint and we just crushed it. We just crushed it. I I thoroughly enjoy uh Brandon's company. He's a he's a good dude and I wish him nothing but success. He's he's tearing it up. Now you get to Enjoy the joke Brian Hayner too. Yeah. Yeah. When we Hayner's... had him on, I liked mm-hmm. him. Yeah. In fact, uh yeah. Well I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm not gonna say nothing. But Hayner, I love you, buddy. I love you, buddy. He just got back from I guess I'm not talking out of school. He just got back from LA. He was he's a great he's a studio musician. And they use him all the time. He's legitimately one of the most talented guitarists you'd ever want to hear. Okay, uh, but but Joe Biden is an idiot. Uh, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on that. Uh, Joe Biden is not an idiot. You don't survive in politics as long as Joe Biden has by being an idiot. You are you're out working. You're out hustling. You're using every opportunity you can. Joe Biden is disgusting. Joe Biden is is a villain. He's not up. He's not Nancy Pelosi villainish, but he is a disgusting human being. And he's made some choices in his life and in his career that are truly appalling. In my opinion, that set aside, this whole thing where uh, Joe Biden's going to be this great healer and he's going to be a great uniter. Obviously, he was lying. Obviously. And he has no problem with that. He's been a liar his whole. It used to matter. They would show these clips or he's like, I, I, I was in the top third of my class. I got three degrees. I did this. I did this. I got that scholarship. Lie, 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 lie. And he would lift entire hunks of speeches and plagiarize people. And he's he's a liar. He's a plagiarist. And he is an opportunist. And for anybody to be, I'm shocked. That he's embraced. I'm shocked that he would comment like this. No, that's who he is. That's who he is. He's the guy that aggressively uh, went after. Oh, who's who's the Supreme uh, Black Supreme Court Justice uh, Clarence, Clarence Thomas. Thomas? Just tried to end him. Just tried mm-hmm. to end him. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe Biden is is not an idiot. He's he's a little bit more befuddled now, but he is a cold, calculating political animal. And don't put anything by him. I used to be a little bit concerned about a uh, Kamala Harris administration, but now I'm not. Now I welcome it. Now I welcome it because <laughs> she's she's relatively new and she'll make more mistakes. And so the mask will slip that much quicker. Did you see any of her interview this morning? No, I didn't. I can't. I can't. Uh, she's, she's 
she's going to fix the border by meeting with the president of Mexico and encouraging him to plant trees. Yes, this is. Uh, <laughs> this is I, 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 here's here's the great the great ballyhoo and it's the boondoggle and all of this. Is Kamala Harris legitimately going out there and going, we're going to fix this by fixing the problem, the root of the problem, which is climate change. And we're going to, you're off your rocker. You're off your rock. However, it's brilliant to tie those two things together. If we could just fix the climate, then eventually, how, how long, I'm, I'm, there is there's there's a benefit to having Congress people go down and go look at these people crossing. Look at this. Look at that. Yep, there's a benefit to that. But um, I swear to you guys, we got to get people on that border. We got to get people on that border. It is. I, 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 I should talk to Stephen Miller about it or someone from his America First legal team. How is this not? An impeachable offense. Now, I'm sorry to go to impeach this this fast. We're only a hundred and some days in, but if you look at it on paper, okay. So, so COVID, the pandemic, you have to wear a mask even if you're vaccinated. It's we can't do this. We can't fully reopen because of the pandemic. The pandemic. The pandemic. They beat that into our skulls for over a year now, and now somehow it's okay to have people just streaming across the border. You that's dereliction of duty. You have you have failed your citizens. You are putting I agree. You're putting the health of Americans at risk. How is that not? How are they not up to their eyeballs in lawsuits? How are there not just like teams of random citizens on the border defending the border because the government has failed? I'm listen, I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Why are we not sending people down there with guns, with lots of guns? And well, you, did you hear what Arizona did? What did they do? Doug Ducey, the Republican governor, sends the sends a bunch of people down there to law enforcement. And I don't know if the National Guard was there or not. Picks up a bunch of people, delivers them to ICE. And ICE is like, we can't deport them. And they had to let them go. It's uh, it's 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 beyond words. It's beyond words. And that no one I'm not the, I'm not the I'm not the brightest tool in the shed. I'm not a brainiac. Literally, I, 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 I like being like just a common sense. Right. Doesn't this make this is why the wall resonated with people. You got to mm-hmm. shut it down. I don't want to talk. I don't want to hear a, a, a peep about DACA or this or the plight of any fuck you and fuck your plight and people are fleeing but I get where is the war show me the war somebody show me where your the, the lives are in imminent danger suck my dick so let's send people down to the border and shut it down and that and that and that no conservative ha- is calling for this I've, you know what? I've heard two people call for it, myself and my buddy Chad Prather. Chad, Chad tweeted it out a couple weeks ago, so I don't know which one of us was first, but it's like this is ridiculous. We got to send people down there. Citizens need to go down. It's ridiculous. So um, that's kind of a downer. 
but that's that's the solution to that. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. I, it feels like I, I didn't set my timer. I don't know how long. Is this a super long segment? It feels like a super long segment. We're up to almost 25. What the what? We got to bounce, what? you guys. Listen, I, I got it. It's going to be amazing when we go uh, when we go over to the Patreon segment. Coming up next, we're going to take a break. And then there's going to be What's on the Web with Paul, which is a, a, a an awesome one this week. Love it more and more. Thanks for going to theloftestparty.com. Thanks for supporting us on Patreon. Like I said at the top, top of the show, now more than ever. And I'll have to look at the settings for Patreon, but I think you can get in there pretty cheap. I think you can get in there pretty cheap. And uh, and every penny helps. And every – because we're, we're amplifying. We're amplifying. We're amplifying. We're going to beat this algorithm if it kills me. But we got a great Patreon segment. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to say – I'm going to say this. I'm going to say, uh, this is like Johnny Carson. I'm going to say, uh, 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 I'm going to say boycott. I'm going to say, uh, diamonds. And I'm going to say ZZ Top. ZZ Top. So join us after What's on the Web with Paul over on Patreon. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. My friend Paul was here. We could do a segment called What's on the Web with Paul. Holy smoke. Are you there, buddy? I am here, Michael. And as always, I am glad to be here. <laughs> there you go. I bring you glad tidings. All mm-hmm. right. So let's let's jump in. We're talking about the loftusparty.com. We're talking about the internet. We're talking about what is on the web. Hit me. So the most popular post this week was the post about the BBC show Walk on the Wild Side, which we had a post-up called Alan, Alan, Steve, BBC clip still makes us laugh. Dude, that was a funny one, and I think you want to talk about that a little bit. I do. I do. Okay, so many, many years ago, this is going to, this, this, I'll try not to do drone on and on. 
Uh, I started as uh, just doing stand-up comedy at Columbus, Ohio. The very first night I did stand-up, I was invited to join an improv group. And so I'd never really done improv. I joined this group. We started writing sketches and doing improv. Very, very popular. We would tour around. It was a, I would spend half the year with the group and then half the year doing stand-up. We had a lot of fun. However, we would have to uh, share hotel rooms a lot. But we, it'd be okay. We'd have we'd after the show we'd go back to the the room and party and whatever. It'd be a good time. But me and my buddies would do a bit where we would turn on. We would try to find a documentary, and we would turn the sound off, and we would just do the voices of the animals. And it always ended with like completely destroying our rib cages and tear ducts. <laughs> it was just laughing so hard, and we were always like, "That's a show. That's a show." But we didn't really, we weren't connected, yada, yada, yada. Okay. So years later, the BBC did it. And it's just hilarious. There's just something hilarious about giving animals human personalities and and having them get into fights and arguments. And I think that clip, uh, Alan, Alan, (laughs) Alan. Alan, I think that thing has like 30 million views, insanely popular from that from a show Walk on the Wild Side. And I don't they should they should make it again. I don't know why they're that 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 show. It's like America's Funniest Home Videos should always be on. And and so should Talking Animals. So (laughs) I'm glad people dug it. It's just it's just funny for funny sake. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you like the fact that it was British people doing it as well. I think it makes it funnier. I think it makes it funnier. Because there's that weird classism in in England. It's funny that you should bring this up because I was just thinking about this the other day uh, with this great we're, – we're in the middle of like a massive wave of propaganda. It's never been this, this bad before. But uh, long story short, I was thinking about The Office. And The Office with Ricky Gervais is much funnier in my opinion because there is that class – warfare in England like Monty Python would make fun of if you're if you're middle class you're middle class if you're you're not it's going to be hard for you to bust out of the role that you're assigned in in your you know how you're born and how you come into this world and it's why I don't think the office with Steve Carell worked in America because we just have this different mindset where I was born poor but you know what I, I could be rich there's nothing stopping you but you and with, I think that's why The Office was funny is because they felt trapped. And so when you feel trapped like that, small things become very, very important. And and uh, I think that's why British talking animals are funnier too. You know, very too, interesting. Too, very yeah, interesting. I have a I'm I'm philosophical about this stuff. Very interesting. Let's go on to the, one of our next posts. Not necessarily chronologically, but the next post we're going to talk about is you might feel a little jab, and that was written by Lisa. Lisa focused on some sci-fi movies and shows that had a that were either dystopian or had a flavor of dystopia about them. What do you think about that post? I always dig it. I always like that stuff. Lisa's posts are deep. Here's what happens when Lisa posts. You're going to get like a bunch of clips, a bunch of songs, good reason. I mean, I love it. I could I could spend what happens. Here's my problem. She'll she'll show a clip from a movie and I'm like, ooh, I should watch that. <laughs> it's like she's <laughs> she's the gateway drug. <laughs> that's it, dude. That's, that's it. it? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's I, it. I'm a teaser, dude. I'm a teaser. 
caught me off guard and I let a little dead air in there. I, that's that's my bad. Let's go to uh, Poking the Elephant by Gordon, Cranky Gordon. This is another one that uh, focuses a little bit on humor. This He had a previous post that was, uh, I guess it was focused on making fun of people who lean to the left, politically speaking. And this one is focused more on humor that pokes fun at the right, hence the elephant, the Republican Party. And he had clips in there from... Uh, what was the Michael J. Fox show in the 80s? I forget. always forget the name of that. Family was, Ties. Family Ties. And mm-hmm. the one I always liked was the uh, the naked, the speech at the end by Leslie Nielsen in Naked Gun 2 and a half. That clip was in there as well. I always thought the, the police squad movies, the Naked Gun movies were funny. What did you think of uh, the Post in general and what do you think of Naked Gun in general? Okay, the Post in general is great. And when and when Cranky put out, he, he threw out like a little... Uh, uh, line on twitter like hey what makes you laugh has anybody making fun of your own party what and like the feedback was incredible like no one's afraid to laugh at themselves which is great um the thing that i i go i go straight to family ties on this and i just love 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 all the paradoxes of family ties gary david goldberg uh, a buddy of mine who I've worked with on a couple shows worked on Family Ties and knew Gary David Goldberg. That show, uh, Family Ties, was supposed to be about the hippie parents. Ha- hippie parents are now raising a family in in Dayton, Ohio. And so uh, the Michael J. Fox character was supposed to be the butt of all the jokes, of all <laughs> the jokes. And, of course, Gary David Goldberg famously didn't want to hire Michael J. Fox, just didn't like him, didn't like him, didn't like him. Agents kept sending him over for the auditions. Everybody else loved him. But Gary David Goldberg just had this wild hair up his ass where he wasn't going to hire him. Came time to do the pilot, and for circumstances, blah, 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 it was Michael J. Fox. So already Gary David Goldberg kind of took one on the chin. Kind (laughs) of took one on the chin. I'm stuck with this guy. And then to his horror... (laughs) <laughs> it was the Michael J. Fox show. He just ran away with it and was the most popular show. Now, for Gary David Goldberg, though, and this is this is the the giant hypocrisy of it. So he really was set out to do this uh, sitcom about these lovely hippies and how the hippies were right and blah, 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 blah. And so he had to take it on the chin and embrace the Michael J. Fox of it all, embrace the pro. People loved the the conservative message that he was sending out. Uh, and oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Okay. So I haven't, I, I just remember this thing that happened that I have to tell you about. So, um, so anyway, that was horrible, uh, for Gary David Goldberg. He couldn't stand it. He was miserable. However, he made a mountain of cash <laughs> and embraced the mountain of cash <laughs> and then loved the mountain of cash so much that he came back to Michael J. Fox and they did spin city together. Ah, they did, I never knew yeah, that. Yeah. So the ultimate, he knew what was up. You know, these, it's like, it's like, it's Bernie Sanders talking about, oh, we got to do this, socialism. But when he starts getting that, that, that windfall, oh, he loves that money. Oh, you should write a hit book like me. You should write a number one bestseller. So for all the yappity yap of Gary David Goldberg and, oh, he loved that money. He loved that money. Just like that (laughs) chick from Black Lives Matter. She loved that money. Guess who? I went out to dinner the other night. And I'll be able to discuss this more uh, down the road. But it's, a, it's an exciting little thing. Hopefully, we'll see. You got some stuff percolating. I went out to dinner the other night, and you know who I saw? 
I am going to guess uh, Louis Anderson. No. I saw Mallory from Family Ties. I'm, oh, at, okay. I'm at this restaurant, and uh, I'm like, holy smoke. She's out to dinner. I don't know if it was her husband or boyfriend, if she's single, divorced. I don't know her status. But I'm looking over, and there's a look. There's a look. And it, you, you do it a lot in, in L.A., and you do it a lot in Manhattan. When you see somebody famous, you just give them this look like, I know who you are, but I'm <laughs> going to be cool about this. And then they look back at you like, okay, I've been recognized. Thank you for being cool. There's like a whole conversation. Dude. And I'm like, that can't be her. That can't be her. So I'm like Googling her. <laughs> and and yeah, she's out here. She's 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 living on Long Island. <laughs> and man, she looked smoking hot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. We got we're we're gonna go a little long on this one. We're already in, we're already in, but we we gotta do two more. Okay. I gotta fit in how to look like a 90s supermodel. And that's yeah. posted at the website. And you may think, well, what's so big about that? And the, the bigger is the bigger issue, well, there's two. I'm gonna start off with the first one. I got the video. The video is done by Maybelline, but I found it by way of a website called Evie Magazine. Evie Magazine is a glamour magazine without the wokeness. So I include a link to that. So any uh, you know women who used to read Vogue or or whatever the other <laughs> other magazines are called, uh, Cosmopolitan, if you get yeah. tired of their wokeness, you can go to Evie Magazine. But uh, th this whole th the video ended up uh, starting a conversation. And the way I started it off was I always become sad when I see supermodels without the makeup. But then that led into, you know, often everyday women are just as good looking as as uh, as supermodels and they don't know it. Because my, my initial thought was, you know, if I say I'm always sad when I see supermodels without makeup, you're going to get accusations. Oh, Paul, you're a misogynist. And I was like, whatever. But anyway, yeah. then, then I went into the everyday women are often good looking. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, oh, dude, we could do a whole show just on this. Just on this. Uh, there is a thing about uh, natural beauty that is just, and I, I try to qualify it and quantify it, but the, the closest I can say is this. A, uh, and this is like old school, like your grandma would tell you this kind of stuff. A good personality and a good spirit, and it's, it comes through in your eyes, it comes through in your smile. You can take a girl who has, or, or I guess a guy, yeah, uh, take a person who on paper is like a, a a six in terms of classic beauty and structure and yada, yada, yada. A personality, their spirit, their what's inside them will shine through. And you, I, you can give me a, give me a, give me a strong six with a, with a phenomenal personality and outlook. And boom, it takes them to a 10. Now, conversely, you take a, a person who's an absolute 10, and and but they they're just there's something inside them that's just dark and and narcissistic and negative and pessimistic, all that stuff, and it makes them unbangable. It's I I, I really it's like uh I'm repelled by that. It's crazy, but I've always uh it, it's I'll, I'll let you in on a deep, dark secret here. But like on Instagram, you'll see it a lot. You're like, wow, that, that girl is incredibly beautiful. But there's something in the eyes and the fake smile and the plastic of it like, oof, no, <laughs> I'm not into that. 
And then you'll see some other girl. There's there's a oh, what's an Instagram account I follow just for like just for the hot chicks. I'll just be honest. Uh, <laughs> it's like country cuties or something like that or country sexy girls. or There's some girls on there and they're just out like fishing, wearing short shorts. And you're like, she is just incredibly hot. And it doesn't look like she's wearing a- any makeup. Makeup can help. You know, you can you see makeover shows and yeah, makeup can help and a new haircut can help. But but boy, it's what's inside is always going to shine through and be the ultimate, ultimate factor. There is absolutely Memphis, dude, Memphis, Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee and Boise, Idaho are two of the towns where there are just supermodels just walking around. They're just walking around and they have evidently no clue, absolutely no clue that like you are drop dead gorgeous. You'd see them all the time uh, in in Memphis, Tennessee. When I would go to Boise, it's just like just jaw dropping. And she's just on a bike. She's just on a bike going to her job, just wearing jeans and a T-shirt, little regular old jacket that she got at Target. And you're just like, why are you not on a Paris runway? It's amazing. (laughs) Well, well, you got to remember supermodels, too. A lot of it's height. You have to be a certain height to be a supermodel. And that's fine, but that's also why I'm not... There's a lot of supermodels I'm just not all that into. But anyway, yeah. got to move on because I know we're running long. Yes, I'm we are. Do, I, I don't want to talk about this next one, but I do want to mention it. If you want to see a funny video, go to the one on the website marked Funny Perfect Strangers Theme Over Mecca Cartoon Opening. You'll get a good laugh at that. But I really want to talk about it is what Mr. Wright post. YouTuber Jake Paul wins... And YouTuber Jake Iron Reno loses what happened. And the reason I want to talk about that is, what did you think about that fight? Was that real or was there something going on there? I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I can't I can't bring myself to do the pay-per-view. If a buddy of mine wants to buy it and I'll pitch in a couple bucks and we'll go have pizza and, and hang out. But like, I, 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 I honestly, I just wanted Jake Paul to get his ass kicked. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. I want to see it. It's it's crazy, but he's like this. Uh, he's a villain. The dude is just like his personality, and he's steering into it, and he blah 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 blah. But I uh, I believe uh, Mr. Wright when he said it was just the the fix was in the fix was in, and that uh, whoever whoever Jake Paul was fighting, the guy just took a dive. It just took a dive. It's, I don't know if he outright. Say, I don't know if he outright says that. He just says it seemed weird. I didn't. I don't do pay per view either. I learned that the hard way back in the 90s when I got a, did a pay-per-view with a friend in high school for a Tyson fight. And yeah. it's, over, it's over in 10 seconds. Yeah. But I did, I did watch the clip, and I'm curious how this uh, Ben Askren guy, who's supposed to be some you know great or at least good MMA veteran, kind of falls in the first round after taking a hit to the face. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. Okay. But anyway, uh, did you want to bring up anything? Because we're long. Uh, I do. Because it's the it's the Loftus party, and my last name happens to coincide with the the founder of the party. Wow, I'm torn here. I'm torn here. I'll I'll recommend two. I'll recommend two. There's a uh, a line of swimwear from this company called Chaos. Chaos with a K. K A O H S. I just think it's smoking hot. Just sm- they took a swing. They were swinging for the fences. It is. It's not crazy, but it's like if if you were to wear this to the beach, you are making a statement, yo. Uh, and and I just think it's just uh, smoking hot. It's sad they went they went out of business. What the other one? 
What was with the unlaced boots? What what what, what was the deal? That's with just that? cool. That's just casual combat boots, man. That's just cool. That's <laughs> like it's like uh like a, like if a stripper went to the beach is pretty much what it is. It's like if a stripper didn't have time to change all of her clothing and just had enough time to throw on a swimsuit. And she was still wearing the sparkle military hat and the thigh-high fishnet stockings, and she didn't lace her combat boots. It's just, dude, you would never wear this to the beach. You would never. However, you would, you're certainly more than welcome to, to wear it around the house. Okay, and then the other one I think that's just insanely cool was uh, the Flying Robots post. The Flying Robots post, which the only thing that bummed me out about this was all the video footage is from inside. This guy's like in a conference room at a hotel showing off his flying robots and he needs a sales rep. They need this company is a big a big company. They do like big heavy industrial robots, but then they also have this division that does flying robots. These big metallic stylized flying penguins. These big stylized uh flying jellyfish and they function and they're controllable and they're just just so cool looking. They should have shot it outside. I know there's a lot of wind and stuff, but shoot it outside and put some cool music under it and just go for the spectacle. And that you guys, uh, that's all I'll say about that. But there's so much more. There's so much more. A lot uh, of I, put a lot of food posts on the site this week, dude. Oh, we're out of time. We're out of time. We're almost. We're going so long. I had. I wanted to talk about. The uh, the chicken recipe and Sam the cooking guy. Oh, the chicken the chicken <laughs> recipe I is great. About that. that 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 post combined rage and enthusiasm all into yes. one post. <laughs> it's I was conflicted about it. The, the recipe for the grilled chicken looks amazing, but Sam the cooking guy just bugs the crap out of me. Just <laughs> bugs the crap out of me, and I don't want to support that kind of crappery. <laughs> but that's how strong that's how strong the uh the recipe was okay so there's a lot of great stuff it just gets better and better i want to welcome uh, a boy named sue uh who's who's reviewing beers he's a he's a friend of ours uh a dude in la he's got a great gig he's also a bartender he knows a lot about this stuff and he's he's reviewing uh, beers for us every week and he's he's turning you guys he's turning us turning us on to some good ones all right that's all the time we have we might have to seriously we have to do our entertainment special and then we should just do we should just do a what's on the web entertainment show just a special just a special edition because it, it's a time suck right now paul you're awesome buddy thanks for uh to letting us know what's on the web had fun michael love it mm-hmm 